Hi everyone, it's Rob Evans 365, day number 42, and I am back from Bali. Now today I am going to record this in a couple of, couple of uh, segments because I am off the plane, I've been through customs, I've done all that, and I'm now on my way in the car back home and I just thought I would give an update about the earthquake because I just heard the news here in Australia and when I found some free Wi-Fi over in the Bali airport they said it was a magnitude 7 earthquake which is massive I mean the ones that I was looking at the other day relating to the tsunamis in Indonesia back in 2004, I think were 5.7, 5.8, and this is 7, and even though it's only 1.2 more, from my understanding of what I've heard before, it's not like it's only a little bit more, it's like it's a lot. So the earthquake was at Lombok, which is uh, part of Bali, but it's, um, it's a fair way away, like a couple of hours, I think, away from where I was staying. It wasn't offshore. It looked like it was right in or under Lombok. Um, so there was no, I guess, fears of tsunamis. They didn't mention anything on the news just then about tsunamis. Normally that has to be off the, off the coast for that to happen. But they did say that dozens of people had been killed in, um, in Bali. So that's, that's terrible. And I know these are like first reports uh, and sometimes they're not accurate. Like I remember when 9-11 tragically happened or back in 2001 was it? The first reports I started to hear were that like over 10,000 people had passed away which um, that wasn't the, the final outcome. Um, any loss of life is, is terrible. I mean, walking around the airport, uh, you, I could have seen how people could be seriously injured in the airport because these big panels, um, what's the best way to describe it? You know how in, oh, like a, an office environment or even the supermarket, how there's um, a series of panels that seem to sit in rails in, in the ceiling and you just like push them up them to one side to get into the roof. Uh, it seemed like that and there were like big panels that would have been a few metres uh, long and over a metre wide uh, that were just dangling down. If you were walking, walking along there when they came out then that would have caused you some serious damage and death I guess if it got you in the right spot in the head. Uh, so very lucky um, I had a clean flight on the way home uh, there was no uh, in-flight entertainment which made a few people fairly aggro in the plane but hey we got back safely a little bit rough in patches oh pardon me I'm, I'm feeling tired now I didn't get much sleep on the plane I think I probably got a few hours um, I was off the plane, well, out of the airport around 5, it's 5.42 now. I'm probably about 
35 minutes from home. And uh, yeah, I'm back into boot camp in a few hours. So that's all I wanted to talk about right now because I just heard it literally on the 5.30 news. Uh, So terrible news. I'm sure I'll hear more about it. And uh, yeah, I'm sure the resort I was staying in uh, we would have felt it if we felt it at the airport. We certainly would have felt it at the resort, which uh, would have been quite scary. And I probably would have run upstairs thinking that, wow, earthquake, Bali, tsunami, get to high ground. Uh, and I'm assuming that the tsunami warnings went off. Um, so that would have been scary. All right, that's all for now. I will talk to you later in the day let you know how the rest of the day has gone. All right, bye for now. Well, I'm back and I'm home and I'm back into the, the swing of things. So I got home. I'm doing some exercise right now. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but I, I'm on the cross trainer. Hopefully it's not making too much noise for you. Got back home. And uh, one of the things I didn't mention earlier uh, was that as I was going through customs, uh, I, because I had a couple of wooden souvenir gifts, I had to tick that box on the form so they take you through. The, uh, you can't just walk straight through, you've got to go through the other bit. And I don't know, it was just because it was early in the morning and they were tired. Uh, all I did was uh, scanned it through the machine. But... The machine, it was a little bit crazy. So you put, my bag was really quite heavy. Uh, it was actually over the limit. I was only supposed to be 23 kilos, but I was close to 25. And I had to lift it up and it was an awkward height to lift it, and I'm only short. So I lifted it up and uh, the bag started to slide back down because you had like a, not a 45 degree angle to go up into through this machine, but you got the idea, it was a bit of a ramp, and I popped it up there, and it started to slide back down. And as I caught it and lifted it again, I yanked my right shoulder that I had the surgery on, and man, did it hurt. It's like a sharp pain right into the, through the trapezius and at the back. I was like, man, it's still even sore, sore right now. Now, I haven't torn anything, because I wouldn't be able to move it and stretch it, but I came home, and... I rubbed uh, some anti-inflammatory cream into it and took an anti-inflammatory tablet to work from the inside and the outside. And hopefully that'll be better in a few days. But I thought, that's a silly machine, especially if you've got a heavy case. Anyway, got home and, well, on the way home, it was uh, just after six o'clock and I thought I would drop in to see Cherie and surprise her, which was nice because she was still snuggled up in bed. Uh, so that was a nice surprise for her and nice for me to see her because it's been a week since we've seen each other. So that was sweet. And we get to catch up tonight. Uh, so I came home, I, you know, did all the, uh, the washing because I'm pretty much out of the essential items and had a shower and freshened up. I actually felt pretty good. Uh, it's uh, mid, mid-afternoon right now. I'm feeling pretty good. 
but I know I'm going to hit the wall a little bit later. I do have a busy schedule. I did boot camp this morning, had a meal plan booked in before I went away on holidays, so had to do that after boot camp, and uh, it's really just been uh, going through and responding to following up people that opted in for a a uh, campaign through Facebook before I went away on holidays. Uh, so following those things through as well. Uh, clearing the emails. Got to start planning for the next trips. Still waiting to hear from the US about uh, this. It's the program I'm going up to do. It's one of JT Fox's uh, training camps, uh, which is in Brisbane. It's a four-day event. And it's all about branding and how to take my brand to the another level. And that's, you know, including the book, including, you know, this podcast series of Rob Evans 365 and uh, just getting some skills in areas where I either don't have them or need to know how to establish them. So a lot of uh, running around correspondence with people just to keep things moving. I guess I'm grateful for the technology while I am overseas, so I didn't come back to, uh, well, probably 400 plus emails that I'd have to wade through. And I could do it in small bits while I was over there and still feeling, you know, relaxed and like I was having a wonderful holiday, but just clearing up those things and actioning anything that was super urgent. So, we are very lucky to the technology that we have these days. Uh, so I was grateful for that. And uh, feeling in a pretty good place. All the washing is done now, so I'm, I'm set. Got to go out and do some shopping later. Uh, there's some nice surprises when I got home and Sharid put some food in the fridge and my lunch and a snack and a bowl of fresh fruit and some flowers upstairs. And, yeah, really beautiful and thoughtful and loves, loves some loving love notes for me. So that's always sweet. She's so, so loving. And uh, I did catch a bit more of the news about the, uh, the earthquakes in Bali. So apparently 82 people have been confirmed as uh, dying now. Two are actually on Bali, Lombok is like, I don't know how many hundred kilometers away, but it's a separate island to Bali. And it followed down. There was a tsunami warning, but this, that was removed after a little while when they found that the, the impact of the earthquake on the waves was like 15 centimeters or something uh, on the shores of Bali. Uh, but they showed uh, some photos of damaged buildings in Kuta which I was on the kind of the other side, Takuda, about half an hour away. Uh, build, you know, parts of building falling down, walls, bricks, that kind of stuff. Um, so I guess their, their buildings aren't made to the same sort of standard as here. And I'll, I'm not sure how well our buildings here, to be honest, would stand up to a, a seven, a seven ca category uh, earthquake. I know our foundations are pretty good, the slabs, with the way they're built with all the metal in there. So they'd crack, but they wouldn't just fall apart. I'm not so sure over there. 
Um, so that's tragic, very tragic. I'm lucky to, to get out safely the way that I did. Now, health and fitness today. Now, I could have been very complacent and just said, look, I'll have the day off. I'm not gonna do anything, I'm just gonna sleep. But I felt that I would be well rested uh, before this was my, because today has been scheduled. So when I was coming back, I figured that I'd be very well rested and should be okay for the day. I know I'm gonna be really tired later and I'll crash uh, pretty early, I think, probably around 8.30, 9 o'clock. Uh, I've got my last sessions at 7.30 tonight. Um, so I'll be certainly tired by then. I feel heavy in the eyes right now, but I'm okay. Uh, but um, it's really important for me to keep on track. Uh, so I've eaten very well today. I really enjoyed my first protein smoothie for breakfast and I had some rolled oats as well and they went down a treat and uh, yeah I've had some a mandarin which was slim pickings over in Bali and uh, Cherie made me a, a lovely uh, bean salad as well which was was really yummy so I didn't have to think about that and I've got food in the freezer tonight for uh, all of us um, I just got to cook some rice, really. So I thought, uh, you know, I, because I've spent so many hours uh, just sitting around in the last little, last 24 hours, uh, I needed to be moving and uh, getting the blood circulating. I said to you yesterday that today is a day that I sort of have up my sleeve. Um, uh, so I had never planned to do a resistance workout today but certainly to do a cardio workout, which I'm doing right now. And that just helps me get back into the swing of things so quickly. So many people come back to a holiday and they take a week, two weeks, three weeks uh, before they say, oh yeah, I'll start training again now. Uh, in the meantime, uh, it's, it's taken them a while to come off that holiday mode. And even for me, like the challenge with the way that you eat at home, or certainly the way that I eat, is very regular here, and I have access to any of the food that I want. And I don't have that over there, that's more challenging. And I think I'll get off and go for a walk now. Uh, and yeah, so even for me, coming back here, and I, I have this theory with bread, and I think that after probably two or three days of consuming bread, whether that be in the version of a, a wrap, um, a sandwich, uh, you know, like a ciabatta thing that I had, uh, focaccia, that kind of thing. By day four, there's something in your mindset that says, I'm gonna go looking for that now because that's what I feel like. Now, even though I haven't had that, that type of food for such a long time, or very sporadically, and it's usually traveling, so like when we were up in Queensland uh, last, I think that was one of the options I had to have because that was, you know, it's hard to, to find, uh, you know, the type of food that you, you really normally have. It was a bit easier there than compared to Bali. But, so I found my, myself doing that because I was having a bigger breakfast 
over in Bali to kind of take me through to mid-morning where I could just get away with a piece of fruit. Uh, but, you know, come back to a normal breakfast and I'm still hungry by that mid-morning. And uh, I had my smoothie then after that. Uh, well, actually, the smoothie was for breakfast then by uh, mid-morning. I think, oh, gee, I could really, you know, feel like, uh, I don't know, let's just say a salad roll or something like that. I was like, what are you talking about? I, I didn't do that over in Bali. And uh, I would have maybe for lunch, like I had a couple of days where I had like a, a chicken burger or um, uh, like the focaccia chicken thing. That seemed to be the easiest thing to get over there that was reliable. And most of it contained the bread and the, the chicken and not really much, much else. So I find, I don't know, there's something with your, your chemical reactions and your mindset that says, oh, I feel like that. Now, I went and had something else that was more healthy and um, I'm, I'm hungry right now. So I'm coming up to my um, afternoon snack and I go pick up the kids and I'll have another smoothie uh, on the way to picking them up and that will you know, help keep me be satisfied but it's funny how your body says oh I've been doing this for the past and it's only been a week and I didn't do it every day even though the breakfast was uh, similar and bigger than I normally have every day the other meals I only had I don't know maybe three meals out of you know all the 42 meals that I had that would have involved something like that uh, so I think it's easy to to fall into that trap and it just requires a little bit of, I suppose, discipline, stopping yourself and saying, hang on, I know that that food is not going to serve me. I know if I eat too much bread, I wouldn't say it's a gluten intolerance, but you know how if you, if you took like a ball of bread and you added water to it and mushed it up in your hand, it gets sort of sticky and pasty and that kind of stuff. And I think, you know, when that's in your system, it's it's gooey it must slow down something in your body because it's so pasty to touch um, what is it like on the inside it must just slow everything down and i think that's why i can feel bloated it's not moving through the system as well i'm not talking about you know really feeling puffed up but you know just that heavier kind of feeling a bit more bloated in the tummy and I don't believe it's a gluten intolerance, it's just the, the type of food that it is. Whereas if you eat, uh, like I'll give you the example of the salad that I just had today, it's all plant-based food, 100% plant-based food. And, oh, that's not true with the exception of the feta cheese that's in it. And you can, you can eat that and you can still feel, um, you feel satisfied, but maybe a little bit hungry still that kind of feeling. And if you ate more, you probably go into that, uh, you know, overeating category. And uh, I find that it's different with, uh, with the bread. Uh, so uh, I think it's really important to, when you do come off a holiday, that you get back into your routine as soon as you can. And you know, I'd already planned my day today before I went. And I know that you might think that that seems a little bit over the top. But remember, you've got a plan to succeed. Otherwise, you're planning to fail. 
and I had set my mind on doing a workout today. Now it's not a super intense one, I just did, oh, I think it was about 16 minutes on the cross trainer. Uh, I'm now walking at a, a pace faster than I would normally just walk, but I'm not jogging, I mean I don't like running, uh, but I'm, I'm not working as hard as I was on the cross trainer, but I'm also operating on very little sleep, but I know that my body needs to exercise and I'll still get my 10,000 steps in today and I'll feel good about myself. And I think it's one of those things about helping you recover quicker, whether you call it jet lag or, or not. I mean, there's only a two hour time difference, so it's not really a, a big impact in, in that regard, uh, but more just the, the lack of sleep and trying to sleep on the plane. And so I find as soon as I get back into that routine, drink as much water as I can when I'm on the plane, before the plane, um, same thing again with the water. Uh, my water got scanned uh, at the first stop in, in Bali. And they said, no, you can't take it on. But then when you go through the gate, they're selling water. I thought, okay, so it must be okay now. You just can't take it through the scan and this water's okay. But then you get to another scan and we did a body search this time, uh, like a pat down, not like a cavity search. And I had to throw out the water again. So I had two kind of half-filled bottles of water that I wasn't allowed to take on the plane. Um, and then I only had a couple of things of water uh, on the plane. I didn't want to be getting up and down and going to the, uh, the toilet all the time and knew that I had to try and sleep. Uh, so yeah, but I, I certainly find that that helps as well um, with the, the jet lag and just flushing everything out of your system. And there's got to be something at traveling at high altitude, even though you're in a, uh, you know, a pressurized um, capsule, I'm sure that must be not good for your body if you keep doing that over and over again. That must do weird things to you. Uh, so I want to make sure that I'm, I'm just taking care of myself as much as I can. I did put my, pre once I was on the plane and we were, oh, we weren't that long into the flight, uh, but I did put on my pressure socks uh, and uh, that, that certainly helps, I think. I, I don't suffer from DVT, but my feet do swell up a little bit. I found that these, I think they were better coming back, to be honest. Um, they really, uh, really assisted me in, um, you know, my feet, legs are feeling good. I forgot that I even had them on after a while, so obviously I didn't swell up too much. Uh, yeah, so the harsh reality of coming back to winter when you've just left paradise in tropical weather of somewhere between a low of 23 up to 28, and we're back to about 12 degrees here, it's windy, it was raining on the way back home. But anyway, that's, uh, that's the nature of Melbourne and where we live and the beautiful contrast that we have in our weather. And that wouldn't make going away as beautiful, would it, if it was always the same as what you, what you left behind. Uh, so yeah. I'm not going to give you any homework today. You can have the day off. I'm back from holidays. You can just breathe and maybe just be grateful for the things that you have in your life. Um, I'm grateful for uh, my health and grateful for the fact that I wasn't, I was obviously in the right place at the right time in terms of the uh, earthquake and you know, I was able to help comfort 
a lady from Holland and you know my thoughts go out to those people that have lost their life I mean uh, I'm sure there'll be more images that come through and yeah I'm not one for watching the news so I probably won't see them uh, but to think that over 80 people have lost their lives through the earthquake and all I had to put up with was a swaying uh, terminal going from kind of side to side uh, for a minute and um, you know other people have had been crushed by rocks and bricks and um, you know roofs caving in on them and, and so forth you just never know when your time's going to be up to you but obviously mine wasn't yesterday so I'm grateful for that so maybe just reflect today on uh, what you're grateful for hopefully you have got that uh, an, an app of some sort or some place on your phone most of us work out of our phones these days where you can take your notes and I spoke to you a, a while ago now gee be over two weeks or three weeks ago where I talked about me setting up each day to be a success and I call mine success today and what that looks like and then I also have another one that's about being grateful um, so if you go back to that uh, I can't remember the day off the top of my head but it's early on uh, talking about uh, grace and being grateful so maybe just take a note of three things in your life today that you're grateful for and that can be your your homework and do it from the right place do it from your heart and not just you know writing down three things but think really really deeply what you're grateful for today all right that's all for me today i've got to get on with the rest of my busy afternoon and evening and i will talk to you tomorrow bye for now welcome home